Well, hello, teachers, and welcome to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. Caitlin here, and I am your host. And I just want to say thank you for being with us, for taking the time out of your day to learn more about English language arts in the middle school grades. I just think it's so neat to be able to connect with so many of you on just a fantastic platform. You know, podcasts are such a great way to share ideas and learn new strategies. And so I just want to thank you for being here with us and, you know, trusting us as a part of your teaching journey. So today's episode is actually the very first one of 2020, which is hard to believe that 2020 is already here. And we're going to be talking about sentence starters, whether or not that's good practice to be providing our students with sentence starters. And if it is good practice, what does that look like when we're really using them effectively? So I'm excited to get into today's episode and share just my thoughts around this with you guys. The other thing I would love to do is just ask you to leave us a review. If you've been listening to the podcast, you enjoy um, our episodes, it would mean so much to us if you would just take a moment, leave us a review in iTunes. It really helps us reach more middle school ELA teachers just like yourself with our content. So go ahead and leave us a review and then let us know what you think. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA Podcast, where it's all things reading and writing all the time. Game-changing lessons and fresh ideas, along with a dose of inspiration, are shared to help make your teaching life just a bit easier. And now your host, from the blog EB Academics, Caitlin Mitchell. So as a longtime writing teacher and ELA instructional coach, I've learned kind of about this great debate among ELA teachers, and that is whether or not to provide sentence starters for our students. And I have to say, I've been really shocked to hear that a lot of teachers are pretty resistant to using sentence starters. You know, there's this belief around them that sentence starters makes our students' writing maybe too easy or too formulaic or too boring. And to that, I say, you know, I want to challenge you. Like, well, what's the alternative? You know, if we're not providing our students with sentence starters, what's the alternative to that? And I'd love for you to get real honest with yourself. Like, raise your hand. Be careful if you're driving. You know, keep one hand on the steering wheel. But raise your hand if you've ever gotten a paper that starts with the following. Today, I'm going to talk about, oh my gosh, that's so frustrating, right? Or a paragraph that introduces evidence with, the quote I'm going to use is, And it's like, oh my gosh, why are our students including that in their papers? And I have to say that prior to using the EBW approach to teaching writing, which we've talked about on the podcast for a long time. So if you have any questions about the EBW approach, you can listen to some of our prior episodes, but it's the approach that we believe in teaching to our middle school students with writing. EBW stands for evidence-based writing. And so prior to using our EBW approach for teaching writing, I really saw sentences beginning in those ways, like way too often. And every time that I saw those in students' papers, I could feel myself just like getting frustrated, you know, like crinkling my forehead, like, ugh. Like, why did they think that writing like that was okay? You know, why did they think that they should be putting those things in their papers? Did I ever give them a teacher model that had a sentence that started in that way? Like, of course not. And I would get all caught up in this whole internal dialogue where I was essentially mad at my students for not knowing how to start a sentence and making a mistake with that. And those were like in my first years teaching writing when I just really didn't 
have a strong grasp of it. You know, I didn't really know what I was doing. And so now when I look back on that, it's like, well, of course, that's ridiculous. You know, that's such a terrible way to approach grading my students' papers and looking at the areas that they're struggling. But in your first years, you know, it's hard. You don't really know better. You know, no one's really showing you the way, or at least for me, that was my experience. My first few years, I was totally thrown to the wolves without any support at all. So that was really challenging for me. Um, But back to what I was saying, like, when you think about it that way, getting upset with our students really is ridiculous. You know, when our students start a sentence in that way that we think is silly or inappropriate or too informal, it's not because they want to make us mad, right? And they want to get us all upset while we're grading their papers. It's simply because they don't know better, right? They don't know any other way. And so all of those needless frustrating moments that I had, like they were so not necessary. And I finally decided, and this kind of all came to fruition when Jessica and I really started working together back when we worked across the hall from each other and before we developed the EBW approach that we talked about it and we really decided like something needed to change. And it came down to something really, really simple. We just needed to teach our students how to begin those really tricky sentences in their writing by providing them with sentence starters. It was that simple. We just needed to actually show them the way. And so I like to equate this, and if you've been in any of our most recent live trainings, you've probably heard me talking about this. I like to think of the analogy of like yoga class, right? No matter how many times the teacher tells me the position that I'm supposed to somehow contort my body into, I don't really understand it until she shows me what it's supposed to look like. And so it's that same concept for our students. We might tell them time and time again until we're blue in the face and it's so frustrating for us, but until we actually show them the way and provide them with that guidance that they need, are they actually going to get it? And are they actually going to be able to put it into practice? So I want you to really think about that as we're walking through this episode and some of the incredible benefits that we've seen from using sentence starters with our students. And so I want to talk about our writing framework, um, our EBW approach. We have an online professional development course called Writing Instruction, A Proven Approach. And this is a whole online PD that Jessica and I created, and we include a ton of sentence starters in there for teachers to use with their students. So we have sentence starters for the introductory paragraph, for topic sentences or what we call premises, how to transition into our evidence, how to discuss the evidence and the justification, how to start your conclusion paragraph. Like there are so many different places that we include sentence starters because it just has such incredible benefits for students. And so from my perspective, Providing sentence starters for our kids really offers three incredible benefits, and I'm going to talk about each one of these a little bit more in depth. So number one is that sentence starters teach students the correct way to integrate their ideas into an essay or a response to literature, as we like to call it. Number two, sentence starters prevent writer's block. And they allow our students to actually focus on the important stuff in their papers, which is their critical thinking and their analysis skill. Like that's what we're looking for is their analysis, right? And then three, they offer an opportunity to differentiate for students and then also provide a jumping off point for students who are ready for more creative or more original thought. So it's really about 
how you're using sentence starters in your classroom. And so I want to dig into each of these benefits just a little bit further for you. So often over the years, when I have become frustrated with something that my students were doing or not doing in class, I discovered that the source of the problem was more about what I as the teacher was doing rather than what my students were doing wrong. So we're really kind of shifting the way that we look at what's happening in our classroom. And this was really the case kind of over and over again in my strategies for teaching writing back in those early years when no one was telling me what to do or how to do it or how to teach or really showing me the way or providing me with guidance. And maybe that's where you are in your teaching journey right now. You know, maybe you're in your first years teaching or maybe you're in your 20th year teaching and no one has ever actually showed you explicitly how to teach writing. And so I want you to start with this idea of sentence starters. Because when I began providing sentence starters for my students' evidence-based writing pieces, what happened was incredible. The quality of their writing totally shifted. Finally, their thoughts were making sense. Finally, their thoughts were organized. And my kids felt really, really successful as a result of that. And then the snowball effect of that is that now they're more motivated because now they have a clear focus, now they have a clear direction, and everything just starts to come together for them. And besides, you know, something that we run into all the time is that writing can be incredibly overwhelming for so many students. So getting sentence starters is kind of like a freebie for them. And they finally are getting that confidence like, oh, I can do this. And I found that just that small phrase, that small sentence starter for various parts of their essay really provided for me a point to propel them forward and to keep them motivated to keep writing. And gosh, like that's a huge benefit because I know that's something that's really challenging for us is to get our students motivated to even write. You know, some of our teachers have told us my students are only writing three sentences and calling that an essay. Well, when we provide them with these sentence starters, they don't really have another choice, right? Because we're showing them the way. We're giving them the beginnings of their sentences. And now they have the opportunity to show us their critical analysis. And so that's another game-changing benefit of providing sentence starters is that it really eliminates that writer's block for our kids. They get rid of that panic and that frustration that comes along with writing for so many of our kids, right? Our students might be saying to us, I don't know how to start, or I don't know what to say, or I don't know what to write. And then, you know, they're sitting at their desks for 15 minutes, 20 minutes. They've written nothing on paper. They're having a side conversation with a classmate. They're getting totally off off topic and not focused. Well, sentence starters are going to eliminate that because it gets kids writing. It gets their thoughts on paper because now they don't have an excuse for saying, I don't know how to start because you have given them those building blocks of where to start. And so without any of the wasted energy on how to begin, students are able to direct their brain power into that critical thinking. And that's what we call justification in our EBW approach, our EBW framework, is really diving deep into justifying their positions. You know, why does their evidence support their claim? Why does their evidence support their premise? Now they're able to go into that discussion. And so a sentence starter provides direction for them and then allows students to do the most important work, 
that analyzing the quote or thinking about character or plot development over the course of a novel or identifying a theme and how the evidence they found supports that theme that they've identified. And plus, and this is a huge benefit, is when it comes to time to providing feedback, you know, when we start to grade our paper or students' papers, now you don't have to spend time explaining in your commentary on their paper, you know, that this isn't a good way to start your paragraph or maybe you should use this instead because Honestly, at the end of the day, don't you just provide different sentence starters in your feedback anyway? So why not do that work up front and save both you and your students all of that energy and frustration that is not necessary? We don't need to be dealing with that. So let's eliminate that from us, from our lives. And finally, I love sentence starters because they are something that I always begin the year offering to all of my students. But as time progresses, they become a fantastic differentiation tool. You know, as a teacher, there's always a wide range of writing abilities in our classes. So as time passes and we continue to practice evidence-based writing, that need for sentence starters usually starts to fall away for a lot of our students, which is great. And so often what I'll see is halfway through the year, you know, my students are truly starting to internalize this writing framework and experimenting with maybe just a slightly different way to begin their paragraph or just a slightly different way to incorporate a quote. And I will also teach, you know, mini lessons on how to vary sentence structure and introductory phrases to really enhance that level of their writing. And so fortunately, what's great about sentence starters is that for students who are not quite ready for that yet, for the clear, logical, um, ability to do that, well, our sentence starters provide that for them. They're those trusted, you know, kind of like a security blanket for them that's always there if they need it. And as we take those training wheels off for them, the stronger and stronger they become at writing. And so if you're sitting here listening and thinking, well, you know, sentence starters are just going to take away from the writing craft, or I don't want to hear the same three phrases in every single essay I grade. I'm going to ask and challenge that belief again, because what is the alternative? Can we really expect our students to know how to write all on their own without models, without consistent practice, without giving them those training wheels and then eventually taking them off? Right? That's what we need to be doing for our students. Because in my experience, the answer to that question is no. And so I challenge you to challenge maybe a belief that you currently have about using sentence starters in your classroom. And I will tell you this, that by the end of a school year, what I see from my students in their writing is confidence. And that is huge. I read clear, organized, and thoughtful literary responses And in our class discussions, I hear intelligent debates, intelligent thinking supported by strong evidence because they now know how to have those conversations. And isn't that what we're all after, right? Isn't that what we all want for our students? So if you are using sentence stems already, to that I say, fantastic work. But let's take it even further. How can you make it even better and even more powerful for your kids? How can you take what you're already doing and up-level it even more? And if you kind of are using sentence stems or maybe you aren't at all, that's fine. But now maybe that's the next place that you can start to take your students' writing to the next level. Maybe that's a place where you spend an extra five or 10 minutes this week. And you could even... 
Just brainstorm a bunch of sentence starters with your class as a whole. Have your kids help you come up with them. And that way you're using time with your students to do that. You don't have to use extra time outside of class and your kids are the ones helping you create them. That's student buy-in, right? They're going to see that their ideas matter and are valuable and are usable in your classroom. And so if you're a teacher who hasn't yet experienced those amazing writing outcomes for your students, you will love learning more about what we call our EBW approach. Um, Again, EBW standing for evidence-based writing. This is something that we talk about often on the podcast. If you want to listen to some couple episodes um, behind this one, we talked all about this most of November, most of December. Um, And what's great is we have a complete online professional development course. I think I talked about this at the beginning called Writing Instruction, a Proven Approach that really teaches you all about our EBW approach, the EBW framework that we've developed and exactly how to get your students writing at that level that we know they are capable of. And maybe we just don't know how to get them there. And so our course isn't currently open for enrollment and it won't be open again until July this summer. So July of 2020, but we have a free training that we put together for you called juggling the art of justification. And this training is really cool because we show you in this training how to effectively use those important sentence stems that we've talked about like that we've been going over, right? We share those with you and we share with you how to use them while elevating your students' writing to just an incredible level. And I wanna share just some feedback from one of our uh, graduates, a teacher who went through our online program. Her name's Kara. And she says about the EBW framework and the EBW approach. She says, when I shared the EBW framework with my colleagues, they were initially resistant. They said it was too structured and didn't allow for student growth, right? This is kind of this belief that we're talking about that we maybe need to challenge. And Kara went on to say, but honestly, what they thought couldn't be farther from the truth. What I learned was that my students desperately needed the structure. They'd never had any before. And as a result, they were totally lost and super frustrated. I've seen amazing improvements in my students' writing this year, and I'm spending less time on grading. I can't tell you how much stress it's eliminated for us all. So if you're thinking that sentence stems make it too structured or make it too, you know, um, so students can't be creative with their writing, I challenge you to, again, challenge that belief. Use them and see what happens. And then start to take those training wheels off and watch how your students will grow as a result of using something so simple, but something so, so powerful. And so again, I want to remind you to go grab that free training. It's totally free. There are no strings attached. We put it together for you because we knew that getting our students to write strong justification, strong analysis is something that a lot of you are struggling with. And so we created this just for you, just with that in mind. Um, So you can go to ebacademics.com forward slash juggling justification. Again, that's ebacademics.com forward slash juggling justification. And it's a whole little training. It comes with a worksheet with sentence starters to use with your students. I'm also going to add that to the show notes for you as well. So as we come to the end of today's episode, I just want to wish you a fantastic 2020. I am so excited to spend another year with you on the podcast. Every Tuesday morning, a new episode comes out. If you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Make sure to leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the content that we are sharing. We'll see you guys next week on the podcast.